0: Today, as we continue our look at Spirit of the Antichrist, the gathering cloud of deception, uh, I'm going to introduce you, or at least some of you anyway, many of you may already be familiar with what we're going to talk about today, but to a, a stunning subject, and it's the subject of geoengineering. And we're going to talk about how that relates to this Luciferian conspiracy and how it connects with the Hegelian uh, dialectic. And I say stunning because If you've never heard of this before, you you may find it really hard to accept what I'm going to be presenting. But hopefully by the end of our uh, time together uh, this morning, you'll be able to see uh, that uh, this is really a key component of Satan and his co-conspirators trying to usher in this global world order that he has been uh, trying to do uh, since he got kicked out of heaven, as we've been Uh, talking about. Uh, But first, before we get into it, and I've got a lot of material to cover, so I'm going to be talking uh, fast. Uh, I know I usually talk pretty slow, but we're going to talk fast uh, this morning and uh, to try to get through all this material in the time uh, allotted. But as we do every week, I want to set the stage by reminding you of the biblical basis for this study. Remember John tells us that the spirit of the Antichrist, notice the capital A there, the spirit of the Antichrist Uh, which we have heard is coming and in fact is going to be coming someday. We talked about that in the first two sessions of this series, the biblical evidence that someday Satan's uh, plan to take over the world is going to reach its climax when he empowers a human being known as the Antichrist to rule this one world uh, government. But notice we also have been talking about how this spirit is already in the world. So that's what we're talking about, the fact that many antichrists has come and that the spirit of lawlessness or deception is already uh, here. Tim, uh, Paul reminds us in verse Timothy that in the latter times some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. And So the whole purpose of this study, which it's going to be lengthy. I don't know yet how many uh, sessions it will have. This is the seventh Uh, session but we're trying to take a look at some of the manifestations of this spirit of the Antichrist that the Bible warns us against you know when the Bible warns you against something you ought to take it seriously and you ought to study it and we see uh, an incredible gathering cloud of deception that is taking place uh, right before our very eyes and it's not new it's just gaining steam in our previous uh, sessions we've talked about how the Bible teaches that deception is going to get worse and worse and so uh, the purpose of this series is to kind of take a look at seven manifestations Uh, these include pretense which is what we're talking about now so we're seven sessions into this and we're still taking a look at some of the manifestations of pretense in this gathering cloud of deception and that's by design because pretense is really the crux of the matter deception lies and things that Satan is doing to try to blind people ultimately to uh, the gospel so we're asking the question as we go through the series are we seeing any of these characteristics uh, today. So Spirit of the Antichrist is where we've been kind of camped out. We've got a a couple of more sessions of that at least uh, before we move on to uh, phenomena, which I might mention just to sort of tease that a bit. Uh, I can't wait till we get to that. We're going to talk about some unbelievable paranormal type things in this cosmic struggle. Remember Paul says our battle is not against flesh and blood that are kind of taking place as evidence of uh, the coming great last day's deception. Uh, and the revelation of the Antichrist. Now, of course, I don't have time to repeat everything each session, but in case someone is watching this for the first time, I always like to point out that the Bible very plainly teaches that the believers in the church age will not be present during the Antichrist reign of terror. We are protected and rescued from this present evil age. But it does not mean that we won't have to be here during some pretty horrific things. Now, we're just protected from the great day of the Lord's wrath and the overflowing scourge and Daniel's 70th week and the tribulation and all those things that the Bible calls that seven-year period. I've already established that, so I won't repeat that here. But we have to be prepared because we may face, as many believers have for the last 2,000 years in other parts of the country, some pretty horrific things as Satan readies his troops for this Uh, global uh, world system. So we're talking about the spirit of pretense and each week I've tried to show you some quotes from world leaders and others that show how for centuries they've admitted there is a global Luciferian elite that is largely invisible and pulls the strings of world affairs at Satan's behest. So we've established that there is a Luciferian conspiracy comprised of Satan, his demons and human beings that are working together for nefarious means to usher in this world government. So I like to always show you a few new quotes that i picked up through the years of studying this information. And so uh, this morning I want to talk about Dresden James. Uh, He was a British television writer, novelist, and a TV screenwriter. And uh, he said, he died, by the way, in 2008, and he said, A truth's initial commotion is directly proportional to how deeply the lie was believed. Think about that. The, the commotion and panic over the truth and the reaction that people give to the truth is directly proportional to how deeply that lie was believed. And then he gives a good illustration, it wasn't the world being round that agitated people. Oh no, we've got a round world. What does that mean? No. It was the fact that the world wasn't flat. It was change. It was being exposed to the truth. He also said, the ideal tyranny is that which is ignorantly self-administered by its victims. The most perfect slaves are, therefore, those which blissfully and unawareedly enslave themselves. Now, I'm not sure if unawarely is a word, but it sure fits, uh, and that's exactly uh, the way Satan works. Upton Sinclair uh, was an American writer who wrote nearly a hundred books in, in all different kinds of genres. He died in 1968. But he, he reminds us that it's difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends upon his not understanding it. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people and showed them smoking gun evidence of some of Satan's techniques today that he's using, but because they have some connection to that field or that discipline or that genre whatever it might be, and they've never heard of it, they say, oh, well, that can't possibly be true because it would really mean that they're working unwittingly uh, for those that are pulling the strings. Arthur C. Clarke, we've talked about him before, one of the greatest uh, science fiction writers of all times. He was considered part of the big three with uh, Isaac Asimov and and uh, forget the third guy's name, uh, but he was one of the big three sci- science fiction writers. And, and I've read uh, his book uh, that's called um, Childhood's End, uh, one of the last books that uh, he wrote. He died also in 2008. Um, uh, but this is a, a great a quote of his, and he says, Anything sufficiently advanced, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And we're going to be talking about a dangerous technology this morning that most people are oblivious to. Have you been deceived? That's the question. And we're going to spend the rest of our time uh, in this session... Uh, talking about this idea of geoengineering. I've been researching and speaking about this at conferences for many years now more than 10 years and early on I was met with Snickers and nervous laughs and in one case I had my presentation edited by the conference uh, promoter before giving me the master DVD which we uh, sell on our uh, website called Illuminating the New World Order. He edited this part out because it was so shocking uh, to him but now Uh, what a difference a decade can make and now it is uh, patently uh, obvious and so um, I want to remind you before we get into this stunning subject of a couple of important principles first of all just because you've never heard something before does not mean it's not true just because you've never heard something before doesn't mean it's not true and similarly just because something is new to you does not mean it hasn't been known for decades and such is the case with geoengineering, and in order to uh, f- fully understand uh, this idea of geoengineering, we've got to understand the relationship between this global warming uh, hysteria and global warming movement, which is now, by the way, called climate change officially, and geoengineering. There is no doubt, by the way, that climate the climate is changing, as you're going to find out. But the question is why and how and by whom and to what end. Uh, There are tons of climate summits all over the world by some of the top scientists talking about uh, this stuff. And ever since the Copenhagen documents were secretly released several years ago during a climate summit in Denmark, the global warming or climate change agenda has been exposed for what it really is. It is an effort by Satan's co-conspirators to destroy and control. Like all of Satan's plans, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Its true agenda uh, of global warming and and, and geoengineering uh, techniques is is simply trying to take over control of the planet. Remember, Satan wants this planet for his own. We're going to talk about that next week and we get into more eugenics plans and things like that. But it's very complex. You know, people that are somewhat awake to geoengineering and and its connection to the, uh, the climate change movement, you know, will take on different sides of it. And it's not that this is the real agenda or this is the real agenda. They're all the real agenda. Satan is very complex in his deception. There are lies upon lies upon lies and lies about lies. But these types of agendas include money, power, control, and ultimately death. Satan is a murderer from the beginning. He loves death. So, using various scientific technologies, the Luciferian global elites cause excessive rain in some regions while producing drought in other regions to subjugate people and nations and world markets to their control. That's why we're seeing an increase in extreme weather patterns uh, all across the, the, co- the, the world and in America from the east. Uh, to the West Coast. We're seeing an increase in the intensity of tornadoes in the Midwest. We're seeing wildfires in California and here in Colorado. We're seeing hurricanes being steered and navigated and created and intensified. There are many uses for geoengineering such as weather warfare and weather manipulation and population control but it's all under the pretense of saving the planet from climate change, formerly known as global warming. So that's the connection Everything we're going to talk about in terms of geoengineering is now out in the open, readily admitted. Presidents have talked about it uh, in recent years. They've actually been talking about it for decades, but uh, people, nobody paid attention. But now it's mainstream media. Uh, so climate change summits are coordinated for the next year. Here's the, the one from 2019 to 2020. Here are some of the ideas. And it's, it, part of it is about money, no question about it. The, the Luciferian elite many of whom aren't even aware you know that lucifer is the one pulling the strings ultimately love money and they love power and there's a correlation between the two so a lot of times uh, people will talk about you know climate change and global warming and things and they'll they'll jokingly say you know if we'll just give all of our money to al gore he'll save us well that's that's kind of part of it part of it is money but it's more than that and that brings us to the hegelian dialectic Uh, George Wilhelm Friedrich Hegel was a German philosopher who died in 1831. And along with Immanuel Kant, he was considered one of the fundamental figures of the modern Western philosophical movement. And uh, the Hegelian dialectic was kind of his paradigm, if you will, the synthetic solution uh, to these conflicts that are created he said, can't be introduced, can be introduced unless those being manipulated take a side that will advance the ultimate predetermined agenda. So let me illustrate this in a couple of different ways. For example, let's say the Luciferian's agenda is to shut down the alternative media where truth is really being exposed and to control it. Well, they've got to create some type of crisis. It's, it's known as problem reaction solution. They create a problem that will cause a, an anticipated reaction and then allow them to bring in a solution that they wanted all together and usually the problem is manufactured or not real. So in the case of shutting down the alternative media, media they have created a fake news narrative um, which has caused a public outcry. I mean mainstream media which is the real fake news is talking about guarding against fake news and so we need to have online Big Brother censor us so that they can control speech. Or what about the right-left paradigm? I've talked about this, you know, the Republicans versus the Democrats. Um, another example of controlled opposition. Another example of the Hegelian dialectic in, in action, a framework for guiding thoughts and actions into conflicts that lead to synthetic predetermined solutions to advance a predetermined agenda. So it's, it's you know, agenda, you know, it's... it's Thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Problem, reaction, solution. Or in the case of politics, it's controlled opposition. So you are a conservative, you watch Fox News, you cheer for the likes of, you know, uh, Bill O'Reilly before they decided they were through with him or Glenn Beck before him and uh, Sean Hannity and now it's the darling of the conservatives is uh, Tucker Carlson. But just wait, he'll, he'll be, serve his purpose in a while and he'll be gone. But you're cheering, oh, these guys are great, they're conservatives. It's controlled opposition. Both sides are, are moving towards the same solution. Uh, what about uh, the centralization of power? That's their goal, right? Satan wants to have a global government. So let's create manufactured terrorist threats so that we can respond and people can say, save us from the boogeyman, and and we'll have this repressive police state and ultimately remove our freedoms and transfer power from the many in in a freedom-loving culture to the few, a la the Patriot Act. So the Hegelian dialectic, it works like this. The Luciferians provide a problem, you provide a predictable reaction, and together we'll provide a solution. And by together they mean really just them. Uh, Do we see this happening today? Well, absolutely. Part of the biblical model for this new world order that is coming is a one world tracking system where every human being on the planet is tracked and known where they are at every moment and has a... Uh, an ability through the mark of the beast to buy and sell. This will happen after the rapture, during uh, the great day of the Lord's wrath, that uh, final seven years of Daniel's famous prophecy in Daniel chapter 9, what we call the tribulation. That, we know that biblically we're heading to that. And if that's their agenda, how might they help us welcome and embrace that without the slightest resistance? Well, let's manufacture a pandemic, right, and call it contact tracing so that ultimately they can achieve their goal of the forfeiture of individual rights and full-spectrum planetary control. Uh, Remember what Brzezinski said. I mentioned this quote a couple times ago, but I want you to focus on a particular word in the quote. This regionalization is in keeping with the trilateral plan. Remember, he was put in charge of the trilateral commission at the behest of David Rockefeller, which calls for a gradual convergence of east and west. Notice that word gradual, leading toward the goal of a one-world government, gradual. Elsewhere, he says, the technochronic era involves the gradual appearance of a more controlled society. Here's a new quote for you. Pat Miller, born in Illinois but lives in or lived in Colorado for years anyway. And she was in the Colorado State Legislature in the 90s, by the way. And this is a quote from her novel, Willfully Ignorant. By the way, when I give you all these quotes, and we've looked at 50 or 60 of them now over the weeks and many more to come, I'm not in any sense... Uh, suggesting that the quote is from a believer. In many cases, they're from Satan worshipers. But the quotes help show you what is hidden in plain sight with Satan's uh, agenda. I don't know anything about Pat Miller, but this is a very uh, insightful comment. The best way to take control over a people and to control them utterly is to take a little of their freedom at a time. To erode rights by a thousand tiny and almost imperceptible reactions. In this way, the people will not will not see those rights and freedoms being removed until past the point at which those changes cannot be reversed. Another Jesden, Dresden James quote When a well packaged web of lives has been sold, lies has been sold gradually, there it is again, gradually, uh, to the masses over generations, the truth will seem utterly preposterous and its speaker a raving lunatic. I got a kick out of this cartoon, again, uh, playing off of what's happening before us. Regardless of what your view on this is, the reaction to the pandemic is what is really outrageous. So everyone's saying, I'm going to draw my line. This is ridiculous. I draw the line at no masks. That's where I draw Well, okay, I'll wear a mask, but no mandatory vaccine. That's where I draw the line. Well, okay, I'll I'll take the vaccine because I'm going to have to if I'm going to go to school or go to college or do anything, basically travel, get on a plane. Uh, so, But I'm going to draw the line at a biometric digital chip. Well, too late. They've already got you. Hop on the train. Voltaire reminds us that If you want to know who rules over you, simply find out who you're not allowed to criticize. If you've been watching the trends on social media today, those who criticize these unbelievable draconian measures that are being foisted upon not just America but the world are ridiculed and vilified because you dare not criticize uh, the elite. So back to geoengineering. Have you been deceived? Have you heard about this? Are you aware of it? Um, and I hope by the, by the time we finish this presentation you will recognize that geoengineering is a very real widespread openly admitted dangerous problem. What is it? Well let me give you some key terms that you'll hear in the mainstream press and scientific journals and in the halls of Congress as they pass legislation about it and as patents are given. There have been hundreds upon hundreds of patents for these types of things that we're going to be talking about. But these are the key terms. Geoengineering One of the great most popular methods of geoengineering today is solar radiation management. That's what we're going to talk the most about. Under the guise of climate change and climate intervention it's also called weather modification or chemical ice nucleation or sprayed particulate trails uh, or atmospheric aerosol saturation or stratospheric sulfate aerosols or CDR, carbon dioxide removal. We're going to talk mostly about weather modification and climate intervention via solar radiation management though I'm going to touch on ice chemical ice nucleation as well a Harvard uh, scientists have announced the launch of a20 million dollar geoengineering program and notice the headline here this is from 2017 conspiracy theory no more see they get to decide what's a conspiracy theory conspiracy theory, According to Luciferians, just means something that is not true and only a bunch of tinfoil hat people would listen to. We've already defined what conspiracy theory is biblically. It's a biblical term, conspiracy. It's a historic term. It just means a theory about how multiple people, two or more, are working together to do something bad. And it's a theory, right? So there are a lot of theories. Some of them are true. Some of them are not. I, I am a conspiracy theorist, but I only believe the conspiracy theories that are true. But notice they're talking about stratospheric injection. And of course, big oil loves that. Here's a quote from CIA director John Brennan, uh, who served as the director of the CIA from 2013 to January of 2017, and was also chief Obama's chief counterterrorism advisor. Another example, he says, this is during a speech at the Council on Foreign Relations. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that could potentially help reverse the warming effect of global climate change. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection. There you go. A method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat. On the geopolitical side, the technology's potential to alter the weather uh, pattern and benefit certain regions of the world at the expense of other regions could trigger sharp opposition by some nations. In recent years, when the UN meets, many smaller, less powerful nations are... Every time the U.N. meets, crying foul over the fact that the big uh, c- uh, nations like America and China are uh, tinkering with the planet and spraying stuff into the clouds, and it's affecting the globe everywhere. Scientific American Journal, we'll come back to them more in just a moment, uh, defines geoengineering as planetary scale intervention or a tinkering with the planet. Uh, this is from Jaden Roger Fleming's book, Fixing the Sky, the Checkered History of Weather and climate control. He says geoengineering refers to the intentional, deliberate, large-scale manipulation of the global environment. And again, he refers to it as planetary tinkering. So Oxford University put forth this geoengineering study, and I just grabbed this illustration from the study. It was interesting. You see up there in the top right a plane doing some aerosol uh, spraying of heavy metals like nanoparticles of aluminum and Uh, strontium and uh, barium. But notice that you can't read the fine print there so I've uh, put it on the screen for you. Release aerosol particles in the stratosphere. That's how we're going to block out the sun and save the planet from global uh, warming. Here's one from the Royal Society. The Royal Society is a fellowship of many of the world's most eminent scientists and the oldest continuously operating scientific academy in the world. And here they're talking about methods of geoengineering. And once again you see them uh, talking about how the Department of Defense and other military organizations and, and state-run organizations in China are using commercial and military airplanes to cover the sky and the stratosphere with aerosol uh, particles. Encyclopedia Britannica, by no means a bastion of truth, but a go-to source for many Uh, people back in the day before the internet you actually had a whole set of them in hardcover and you would go look it up and do your reports in the fifth grade. Well, Encyclopedia Britannica talks about uh, how sulfur aerosols can be uh, uh, dispersed into the air from aircraft and you can see the little plane there uh, as I've talked about. President Obama uh, said this when he was uh, being uh, pushed back a little bit by some people in Congress for Uh, doing some of this widespread geoengineering and authorizing it. This is from a Duke University article entitled, Obama Takes Bold Step to Geoengineer Climate Change. He said, quote, I've got a pen and a phone, and if Congress won't do its job, I'll do mine. Call me the rainmaker. Now, that was a code word, rainmaker, uh, because as the Duke University article goes on uh, to say, a heavily redacted copy of a classified report titled, America Cools Down on Climate, and the acronym for that uh, report was ACDC, another sort of double entendre there about President Obama, and we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but uh, the report talked about Obama's plan to use commercial air traffic to mitigate the growing impacts of climate change across the United States. The, the report said the plan falls under the category of what is known as geoengineering, uh, a plan of manipulating. Uh, the environment. Now what is this classified report codenamed as according to the declassification elements of it? Rainmaker. That's why Obama said call me the Rainmaker. But this is nothing new. We can go back many, many decades, in fact 73 years. Uh, but in 1966 this report by NASA, a recommended national program in weather modification. In April of 61 the Tyros satellite was launched from Cape Canaveral. and It was outfitted with solar power capable of sending back images Images of cloud formations. So, uh, and the national press in this article here said, quote, Tyros opens up new vistas for weather control. Uh, here's a January 1977 study provided by the Utah Water Research Lab. Weather modification studies, the potential for creating and utilizing ice crystals. Remember, I said you got solar radiation management and chemical ice nucleation. Both of those are working together to really destroy the planet. And if you're Satan, that's what you want to do. The Luciferian credo is order out of chaos. A lot of times people say, why would the Luciferians want to destroy America and all of its rich resources? That's because that's how they're going to rebuild it the way they want it. It's kind of like a wealthy person buying a, a scraper in a in a transitional neighborhood that had, that had long since uh, turned the corner and is now the real estate is worth more than the buildings. And so wealthy people buy up the real estate, destroy the house, and build their own mansions uh, close to downtown. That's a, the same concept that we have uh, here. So, I'm going to show you a couple of short clips here. One is on May 27, 1962, then Vice President LBJ presented uh, the graduation address at commencement at his alma mater, Southwest Texas State University. It's now called Texas State University, but it was in San Marcos. And uh, you'll, you'll find this interesting. And then the next clip, clip which I'll go right into, is from JFK, uh, the president. So here's the first clip from LBJ. Think about that kind of communication, and think about the opportunity that will provide. It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer, and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will And now I want you to watch this uh, clip from JFK. Mr. President, honored delegates, ladies and gentlemen, we shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction and eventually in weather control. So you can see this is nothing new. This kind of stuff has been going on for decades. In fact, uh, another LBJ quote, uh, he said in February of 1965 in an address to Congress, quote, this generation has altered the composition of the atmosphere on a global scale, this is 1965 now, through a steady increase in carbon dioxide from the burning of fossil fuels. He went on to suggest that to address the problem, his science advisors have suggested, among other things, spreading reflective particles over 13 million square kilometers of the ocean so that they will reflect an extra 1% of the sunlight away from the Earth. Geoengineering has been going on for years. Now, as recently as 10 years ago, it was denied, and nothing to see here, just move along, but eventually it has become so common that it's now out in the open and mainstream magazines and news reports and things are talking about it but it was always there for those who took the time to look. Remember I talked about the weather satellite uh, Tyros uh, that was launched from Cape Canaveral back in 1964 mainstream research journals and magazines were making jokes about weather control. Here's a picture of the Tyros satellite in the air and this is again from a mainstream research journal The, the caption reads When we predict the snow, it snows, ha, ha, ha. Back during the Vietnam War, Operation Popeye was a weather control mission. They would make it rain or not rain over uh, the Ho Chi Minh Trail to suit the interests of uh, the Americans. Or you could look up back in 1947. Remember I said 73 years? Project Cirrus. What was Project Cirrus? It was the first attempt to modify a hurricane. You don't think we've come a long way in 73 years, and you don't think they create, control, manipulate, and steer hurricanes? That's the reason these days when, you, when they talk about a hurricane, they've got what's called the so-called spaghetti models. That's because they have no idea where the powers that be want that hurricane to hit. But if a governor or someone else in leadership, there's all kinds of power plays and internal struggles, and, you know, it's not a monolithic system of of the Luciferians. And so somebody gets mad at somebody else, and they say, we'll show you. The next thing you know, your city is hit by a hurricane. Or Project Storm Fury went on for more than 20 years. Um, They would fly aircraft into storms and seed them with silver iodide. And uh, we're going to talk about how Uh, dangerous uh, that is. Here's an MIT Technology Review article about China. Well you want to talk about some pretty interesting stuff. The Chinese have been doing weather manipulation for years using geoengineering techniques. In fact before the Beijing Olympics back in 2008 they did all kinds of stuff and and spent millions. Uh, In fact they have the Beijing Weather Modification Office. You know like we have the FDA and we have this or that and by the way, we have a weather modification office, too. It's called the Department of Defense. But they actually have one called the Beijing Weather Modification Office, whose job it is to control the weather. So to prevent rain over the roofless 91,000-seat Olympic stadium that Beijing natives have nicknamed the Bird's Nest, they use their office of weather modification to make sure that it didn't rain. It makes you wonder, why don't they create rain if they can do it so easily over all of these fires well it's because they're creating the fires as we shall see with the solar radiation management russia is doing the same thing speaking of scientific american uh, just search it sometimes you may not subscribe to the magazine but go search it Uh, Here's some of the titles. Uh, This is from 2010. What is Geoengineering and why is it considered a climate change solution? Here's one from 2012. Geoengineering could turn the skies white. I'm going to show you some pictures in a moment that I've been taking for 10 years that show you how the skies no longer look like they did when you and I were children. Here's an article in Scientific American from 2015. Geoengineering is not a solution. To climate change, kind of giving fair t- equal time of those who thought in the science community that this is dangerous, and it is. Uh, and here's one: the U.S. blocks. This is from 2015, a UN resolution on geoengineering. In other words, uh, the the U.N. the United States joined Saudi Arabia to derail a UN resolution that sought to improve the world's understanding of potential efforts to lace the sky with sunlight reflecting aerosols and use carbon catching fans. Now, believe me, I'm no fan of the UN but here's a a, a sensible thing that some people are like look this is going way too fast some countries are like "Man, are we sure we've done enough testing before we just start you know widespread spraying stuff all across the sky should not we look into this and test it a little bit more the United States says no let's do it right now nothing to see here carry on the PBS NewsHour in 2018 had a big Uh, article or big show about it. Will geoengineering to cool the planet harm the crops? That was the concern. What about another magazine, Popular Science? This is unbelievable. It has an entire department, you didn't know this but look it up, an entire department and section dedicated to reporting specifically on advancements and news in geoengineering. And so I went and just looked at a, a few of the titles. These are just titles over the last few years from this section of the magazine. Geoengineers will release tons of sun-reflecting chemicals into the air above New Mexico. Climate-fixing scheme to seed the seas with iron may not work, some scientists fear. Rogue geoengineer dumps hundreds of tons of iron off Canada's west coast. Cloud seeding could cool off the seas where hurricanes form, making them weaker. Most people are in favor of wild geoengineering projects. Geoengineering, are weather machines really the answer? I mean this stuff is right here in plain sight. What about Bill Gates? Here's Popular Science Magazine. This was way before the world woke up to him being a Satan worshiper and all that he's doing uh, to advance the agenda of vaccines and eugenics across the globe, particularly in Africa and India and now here. Uh, This was just, uh, you know, several years before that. Bill Gates, hidden dreams of geoengineering revealed. Bored with PCs while well, Bill Gates sets his sights on controlling the weather. People don't read what's happening right before our own eyes. How Earth-scale engineering can save the planet. Here's some ice boulders in Siberia washing up on the shore. You're probably not familiar with the new phenomenon of ice boulders that has recently Uh, cropped up you say well Siberia it's pretty cold there so maybe that's normal well I don't think anything about that picture that we see on the screen looks normal but what about closer to home here's Lake Michigan where water temperatures were no colder than 40 degrees and yet these ice boulders showed up thanks to chemical ice nucleation geoengineering uh, techniques now this next clip that I'm going to show you is utterly amazing it's only about a minute uh, but it's from uh, Saudi Arabia and I turned the sound off uh, because I, it was, you could hear a lot of wind. It's an amateur video, and you could hear a lot of wind picking up uh, on it. But uh, watch this video. It will blow you away. So you can see there at uh, the end of that clip, you know, that he's holding those ice boulders like we've been talking about. But, you know, here where we're living in Colorado, this type of uh, behavior is is nothing new, right? Extreme weather patterns. We saw one just last week. I mean, literally, the temperature dropped 70 degrees in less than 18 hours. It was 94, and some weather stations around Denver Metro were saying 95, 96, even 97, and by the next morning at 6, 7 o'clock, it was down in the 20s. I mean, that is unheard of. You talk about, you know, engineered weather and extreme weather warfare and weather control. I mean, I went and looked. I mean, they were talking about all the different, you know, records that were broken, the earliest snowfall, the average snowfall, the last measurable snowfall, by the way, in September in Denver was 20 years ago. It had been 20 years since we had had any snow in uh, Denver, and, uh, and, the, and back then it was typically just a trace. I went back and looked at, at every one of the recorded September snowfalls in Denver since they started keeping it, since, ni- since 1882, and it was the most, when it did happen, was, it was usually zero, but when it did happen, it was either a trace or just two or three inches every now and then, every few decades, but you know, we had, in some places, we had nearly a foot. I mean, this is not, I mean, over, the law of large numbers, the law of averages, you know, they're, they're, you're going to see records break every, every few years and so forth, over 100 plus years, 100 and whatever it is, 1882. So, but, you know, but the, the, the extremeness of it, of, you know, shattering records. I mean, just last week at one place in California, one city broke the single day high record by more than 10 degrees, 10 degrees. I mean, this is, there's a reason for this. The weather is scheduled, not forecast, not forecasted. Uh, This has been going on. In their attempts uh, to take over the world, all under the guise of saving the planet from global warming, they are actually destroying the planet. And What government scientists as well as private scientists with government funding are doing is, is hidden in plain sight for anybody that takes the time to look up. If you'll just look up now and then, it's really not even all that hidden. It's time to look up and acknowledge that elephant in the sky, which which I've been doing and many, many, many others. Uh, as we've shown you, it's pretty mainstream now, knowledge of it, for a long time. I've, I've been taking pictures. I have a whole folder on my uh, computer, but here's some pictures I took back in 2015 in my backyard of some solar radiation management uh, taking place. In fact, I remember one time while we lived there, it was so bad for weeks and weeks and weeks every day, just checkerboards across the sky, tic-tac-toe patterns. I mean, just, you know, planes flying directly towards each other and spreading this incredible aerosol particulates all across the sky. You know, it would be a perfectly clear day, then you'd see the first one, then the next one, and then the next one. And within just an hour or two, there was this white haze over, uh, over the uh, sky. But I, I had one time a mail carrier, our mail carrier in our rural route. We lived out on, in the country a little bit uh, outside of town. And she knocked on my door one time. I didn't know her. Uh, She never came up the driveway except if there was a package that wouldn't fit in the mailbox that was at the curb. And uh, she said, I'm sorry to bother you. I don't have a package for you, but I just I can't handle it anymore. Have you been looking up and noticing what they're doing in the clouds? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I have. And I gave her uh, some information that I had on solar radiation management and geoengineering. These are some other pictures. That I've taken uh, through the years. Uh, this is one just in 2018. In January, you can see the snow in the background there in Steamboat Springs. And I got to tell you, folks, this is not what partly cloudy looks like. You need to understand that the sky has changed from when you and I were kids. So geoengineering—look up now and then. It's happening almost every day wherever you are and and here's the really awful part it's all perfectly legal back in 1997 uh, during the bill clinton administration congress passed you can get this straight from the congressional website www.congress.gov i looked it up downloaded the pdf of this law 105-85 perfect makes this perfectly legal it's a section 1078 it st- starts out pretty good. Here's some things that are pro- prohibited. The Department of Defense may not experiment on our own citizens, civilian population using biological or chemical agents. Sounds good, right? So how are they getting away with it? Well, you got to read a little bit further into the law. There's some exceptions. This law does not apply to anything related to medical, therapeutic, pharmaceutical, agricultural, industrial, or research. <laughs> now what doesn't fall into one of those categories? It's also exempt if it's in a, in a response to some other type of toxic chemical that's been sprayed, say, for example, by an enemy. So we've got to spray more toxic to offset that toxic. Or it's also exempt if you're using the, 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 the civilians as experiments for law enforcement purposes, like... Uh, controlling a riot, which they've done this. This is on record. San Francisco years ago actually sprayed chemicals in the air that were basically like aerosol form of Valium to get the citizens to calm down. They, the, the authorities and the Luciferians thought they're getting a little bit too agitated here. We just need to calm them down. We have no idea the lengths to which Satan and his co-conspirators will go to control the population. By the way, there's a great book by the late Jim Mars who just died, uh, not too long ago, time goes faster than I think, but probably two or three years ago, called Population Control. And it he's an incredible researcher, a a former newspaper writer in Dallas. Um, And uh, anyway, uh, just uh, highly recommend that book just for the sheer amount of information on record that is out there. Uh, But this is dangerous stuff. When they spray barium and strontium and aluminum-coated fiberglass nanoparticles into the sky, we breathe them in. A nano, by the way, is one one billionth of a part. And so these particles are so small, we inhale them without knowing it. And it causes heavy metal poisoning that affects the brain, the lungs, the circulatory system, the heart, many other uh, organs. So geoengineering is about weather control. It's about population control. Uh, It's about, uh, 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 at least allegedly, about saving the planet from climate change when in reality they're the ones that are actually changing the climate. See, global warming is happening. There's no question that these extreme climate change things are happening all over the planet. Siberia, go look up what, what's happening in terms of the methane explosions in different parts of the world. There's something happening, but it's not organic, naturally occurring geo- or, uh, uh, global warming. It's certainly not because we used deodorant or started our car, um, but it's happening. Uh, here's another quote by Brzezinski. I've shown this before but I want to highlight another part of it how they use, weather, use uh, geoengineering not just for those types of things but also as secret warfare. Uh, uh, here's uh, William Cohen, the former Secretary of Defense under Bill Clinton. Uh, This is at a Department of Defense news briefing briefing on April 28, 1997, right there on CNN and Fox News for everyone to see, talking about the threat of terrorism. He said some scientists, terrorists in their laboratories are trying to devise certain types of pathogens that would be ethnic specific so that they could just eliminate certain ethnic groups and races. Well, that's been going on since World War II. What do you think, you know, Hitler's Darwinian ethic was? What, what do you think he was trying to do with this eugenics program? And then, of course, what did we do? We took, brought all those eugenics scientists over and put them to work. Gave them nice houses and cush, uh, plush salaries and so forth. Uh, here, eugenics is nothing new. And it's remember, Satan is a murderer from the beginning. He loves death. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. To steal, kill, and destroy. Cohen goes on. Others are designing some sort of engineering, some sort of insects that they can destroy specific crops. Well, we know that's on record. We're going to talk about in the next week or two, when I talk about many operations that the US military has done experimenting on our own citizens in different parts of the country with mosquitoes, with flies, with gnats, with ticks, where they infect them with certain bio diseases, and then they see the effect on the population when we get bitten. Finally, he goes on, others are engaging in even an eco type of terrorism, whereby they can alter the climate, set off earthquakes and volcanoes remotely. There are many usages for this geoengineering, and it's all now in plain sight, now all accepted and perfectly legal and being reported on, as I've said in mainstream media, uh, simply under the guise of saving the world from global warming. Uh, California wildfires right now have reached unprecedented heights, 3.2 million acres so far this year, which is exponentially more than any past year. There's more than... 16,600 firefighters on the front lines fighting 25 major fires in, in, in California. I've got friends and churches that I've spoken at through the years there that tell me it's devastating. They can't even breathe. They're wearing masks now just because they can't breathe. And these same nanoparticles fall uh, to the ground and are breathed in, you know, j- just as if they you know, were through the smoke, just as if they were through the clouds. Uh, so uh, it's just unbelievable the kinds of things that are happening. Uh, you know, they've done tests on it. The, these nano heavy metal particles are fueling these fires. You, you take the ashes and you test them and they have off-the-charts levels of barium and strontium and aluminum in them that do not naturally occur in the Earth's soil. Uh, one a former naval officer and US, a UCLA graduate said, you know, just sprinkle a little aluminum or barium dust on a fire and see what happens. It's near explosive. So when wildfires break out, the aluminum, aluminum and barium dust re- results in levels of fire intensity so great that it's, firefighters have actually coined a new term, fire NATOs. <laughs> It's a new term; they never had them before. Well, because we're doing some new and incredible things. Here's retired Brigadier General J- Charles Jones, United States Air Force, says, "quote These white aircraft spray trails are the result of scientifically verifiable spraying of aluminum particles and other toxic heavy metals, and it's affecting the bee populations uh, and other uh, you know things. Have you, I don't know if you've noted this, but 40 percent decline in bee populations. Think about how that affects the life cycle." of the world and they also use geoengineering to create to create so-called terminator seeds that Monsanto uses to control um, produce you know used to the naturally occurring thing is the fruits produce their own seed and you could take those seeds and replant them every year. that's what farmers have done since the beginning of time not so anymore now Monsanto has created these special hybrid seeds that are immune to drought and other types of uh, orchestrated manufactured weather events And so it forces people to use the Monsanto seeds. And their seeds are Terminator seeds. You've got to rebuy them every year and the rich get richer. Well, what does the Bible say? Well, God said, let the earth bring forth grass and the herb that yields seeds. On the third day of creation, God created all the seeds to sustain life. Uh, They were perfect just as they are. Every fruit had its own seed. We don't need uh, to genetically modify seeds. Uh, The Bible tells us in Colossians 1, that God has set natural universal laws in place in order to hold the universe together by His power. This is speaking about Christ the Creator. Remember the God had created the earth in the beginning. God, that's plural, created the heavens and the earth. God said, let us, plural, make man in our image. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were created in creation. And this is talking about Christ. By Him all things consist. And geoengineering is an attempt to usurp God's authority over creation. Like it's doing with life cloning and with eugenics and with abortion and with euthanasia like it's doing with gender and the gender surrender movement, trying to uh, change the very image of God in man. Uh, Nahum chapter 1, verse 3, over and over again we see the Bible reminding us that God is in control of the climate. The Lord has His way in the whirlwind and the storm. He alone should be able to alter the climate at His discretion and His purposes. In Revelation chapter 11, I was encouraged to know that when Christ comes back at the end of the seven-year tribulation and makes all things new, He will destroy those who are destroying the earth. And I'll leave you with this quote from that the immortal words of that great theologian, Mr. T, who said, "I pity the fool who finds this normal. Look up, look up. Have you been deceived?" If you want to do more research on this, I recommend geoengineeringwatch.org and weathermodificationhistory.com.